0: Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Mania podcast. I'm your host, Rob Goodin. and I'm joined, as ever, by Chris O'Brien and Jim Cornette's love child, Garth Jackson. How are you, my friends? Really good.
1: I'm not happy with turning turn of events in Garth's life.
0: I have a
2: beer. It's in me Christmas. We're doing uh, our end of year stuff. Hey, <laughs> it's a good time. <laughs> to be
1: fair, um... There's a new craft beer shop open in my town. It's weird, we don't have a branch of Royal Bank of Scotland, but we have two vape shops and a craft beer shop. I don't know what the fuck is going on.
2: Priorities, Chris.
1: I know, <laughs> but like as my, as my reward for voting tomorrow, I'm going to buy myself a couple of um fancy craft beers to try.
0: Just the fun never starts, does it?
1: <laughs> Fucking, right. If I want beer, it's either Asda um a co-op who can civilian inflate their prices like 2 pounds a bowl, Right Chris, I'm drop.
0: going to stop you there and tell you that Asda is not a craft beer shop.
1: I know it's not, but like, If that's you know, the craft
0: beer shop that's opened in your town, it's no, not a craft an, beer there's shop.
1: An, there's an actual craft beer shop. I believe it's opposite the post office actually. So we actually have two post offices I think and like two dentists, but no branch of Royal Bank of Scotland. I don't understand my town.
0: I'm not even 100% sure where you live.
1: We
2: also have about Maybe five- because they don't, they don't bank the money because they're too busy spending it on beer and vape. <laughs> there's,
1: also, there's also about five churches. For five a,
2: churches? And donations? Five
1: churches, it's about the town was about <laughs> five square miles if we're being generous. Uh,
0: <laughs> so, that was a crazy start to that. Um, <laughs> so basically to run down what we're going to do then ladies and gentlemen it is the end of 2019 what we are going to do is we're going to do our end of year awards you the people have voted on our categories on the seven categories we've given and the response as it was last year has been overwhelming to the second annual Podmania awards so thank you very much for that um what we'll do is I'll run down the categories. Uh, for each one, then I will run down the nominees as well, and then I will throw to either Chris or Garth and ask for their top three. So, guys, shall we get the show on the road?
1: We need like a fucking <laughs> like
2: the
0: <laughs> WWE Hall of Famer. <laughs> we do as, as I'm reading out the categories. I'm going to overdub that onto it. Does yeah. oh,
1: fucking? Did we use like that script song one year? What Hall of <laughs> Fame. Yes. No. In like 2013 or something, we used that. So I was like, "Ding a a Hall of Fame."
0: <laughs> it's such a it's such a bad song.
1: It's such a bad song. Which I learned on the guitar to impress a girl when I was in school. It didn't work. Yes.
0: Right. So let's start the first category and one that I think is going to cause a few not arguments but a few. Head heated discussions, let's say, is Podmania Wrestler of the Year 2019. So I'll read out the candidates that we gave to you. And that was Will Ospreay, Kofi Kingston, Seth Rollins, Daniel Bryan, Kota Ibushi, Sonada, Chris Jericho, Kazutsuka Okada, Shingo Tagaki, and Tomohiro Ishii. So, Garth, of those men... Who are you going for for your top, your personal top three?
2: So oh, hang on, it was Osprey, Kofi, Seth, Jericho, what?
0: Uh, Daniel Bryan, Kotribushi, Sonata, Okada, Shingo, and Ishii. Right, <clears throat> for sure.
2: Um, I'm going to say, and this is not because he's been the best wrestler, but possibly top two or three moments of the year. So I'm going to go Kofi yeah. for his sort of championship run. Um, and I don't know. Uh, I'm going to say, for what I've seen in this year, and I've only seen about three matches, but I have immensely enjoyed Will Ospreay's stuff. So I'll put him in there as well.
0: Yeah, I think, I think that's a fairly solid top three, to be perfectly honest. Um, Chris, let's throw it to you then. Miami, is Jay White in there? Jay White is not in there.
1: Oh, fuck's sake. Seth Rollins made it. Who fuck? Anyway, um, so Osprey, obviously. Like, he steals the show on basically every card he's on, unless he's against cancer. Um, I'm going to go with Kofi because of that story was the one thing that got had me hooked on WWE at the beginning of the year, COVID, like and especially like um the gauntlet matches, um the the Elimination Chamber match and his match with Bryan was really good and I'm also gonna throw in um, Shingo just because oofed.
0: Yeah. Um, Shingo has low key had a fantastic year and unfortunately he had a
1: great, had a great match with gota
0: He did. And that's you know not easy to do, no, notoriously. Um, but when you're in the same best as Super Juniors and the same G1 as Will Osprey, who again, as all of us, I'm sure, are saying, it's it's hard to get recognised. So I I do agree, Shingo has been fantastic. So my personal top three: um, Chris Jericho at number three, I think for the man to reinvent himself and basically carry AEW at the moment to persistently be the most entertaining thing and persistently put on very, very good matches despite his age, I think is fantastic. His The ability to get absolutely anything over, no matter what it is, again, persists on being absolutely amazing. He, you know, Even things he doesn't even mean to say, he manages to come across in such a charismatic way that it looks like he means to. And I think that's just absolutely incredible. Um, number two, uh, for me, I'm going to put Kofi Kingston. Um, that entire run from Elimination Chamber up to WrestleMania is the most engrossing thing that WWE have produced in years. A, I thought it was
2: accident as well.
0: Yeah, complete accident. It was supposed to be Mustafa Ali. Um, But the fact that it was organic and for once the WWE ran with it, they didn't try and change it. The fact that they added, you know, the Vince McMahon thing in, the Kevin Owens thing in, you know, the changing the Fastlane main event, it it all just worked. And to put, you know, to boot, it gave us two absolutely phenomenal matches. It gave us the Elimination Chamber match, which was brilliant. And then it gave us easily the match of WrestleMania 35. Between Kofi and Daniel Bryan, I think that's absolutely amazing. I think Daniel Bryan needs, you know, praise for that as well because he's been fantastic.
1: Well, he carried that. Kofi's very much an entertainer more than ring worker, so like, well, he carried it. i um, Kofi carried it week to week. In ring, Bryan was sort of left to make it compelling.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. certainly, certainly. And then number one for me. For similar reasons to Chris, is, is Will Osprey? I don't think it can be for for me personally in ring. It it can't be anyone else. He's had a year like no one else from Wrestle Kingdom when he opened Wrestle Kingdom with that fantastic match against Kota Ibushi, where he almost killed the man with that hidden blade. To you know the best of Super Juniors, where he had he easily gave everyone in his block the best match of their best of Super Juniors. He then went on to the G1 Climax and was phenomenal. He had a fantastic match against Dragon Lee at Dominion. Um, all the way through, he has had absolutely outstanding matches no matter where he's been, not just in New Japan. So for me, they're the top three. Shall we look at who the public have voted for, guys? Yes, let's do it. I, I'm so excited. And I am the only one who knows the results. And honestly, I, I'm I'm tingling. I'm tingling although that might be the side so number three coming in at number three is kofi kingston with 18.03 percent now <laughs> needless to say and you can probably guess who between but this category was very much a two-horse race and for absolutely ages it seemed to be whenever someone responded to the survey, one would get a vote, then the other one would get a vote, then the other one would get a vote, Mm -hmm. then the other one would get a vote. And they were miles, miles in front of Kofi in third place. And it took literally the last two days to separate these two. Um, So in second place, with 29.51% of the vote, is Will Ospreay. And in first place, with 32.79%, is Chris Jericho. Well, Chris opinion on that.
1: Well why I didn't include Derek on the top three, it's because I'm so fucking done with him in New Japan. He only really books himself in one way. In New Japan, and like well the matches end up being good, you know, like he just attacks people for nearly no reason and then that's how the feud happens. Um like if you base if you're as excited as most people are about AEW, that's basically like, I can see why, and also, but, like, within AEW, his mic work's been great. His in-ring stuff, like, his best matches, probably with Cody. Like, he hasn't been, like, standout. So, like, I don't know. I don't agree with it, but I can see why people
2: did it. I think it was, like, close enough <laughs> to withdraw. Yeah. I think it's, like, either or, Really. Very different reasons as well.
0: Yeah, I think it depends on what you as a wrestling fan like. If you are just there for the in ring work, for me, it has to be Osprey. However, if you are there for, you know, basically the American wrestling style, which is, you know, not just the wrestling, but also the showmanship and how you carry yourself and the promo game, then Jericho is going to be your winner because you look, there isn't a better champion, in my opinion, in, in the American wrestling scene. There is a and person he, who carries himself like so, Jericho does.
2: If Will Ospre- he did still have a like a style of match as
0: well in New Japan, his match, match with Naito was fantastic. No, I agree.
1: With um, Osprey, if he had the mouth on him that Zack Sabre Junior. does, he'd be the winner.
0: Yeah, if we had Zack Sabre Osprey, it would be
1: this 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 him telling everyone for taking piss that'd be amazing <laughs> making like obscure british comedy references have you out s- of nowhere blaming not doing well um, well in the g one on brexit
0: i meant to tell i meant to tell you this garth have you seen what uh, zack saber jr has changed his name to on twitter oh uh, isn't it something like zap vote zack vote labor jr yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which is outstanding, uh, outstanding. Um, anyway, moving on to our second category, which is Podmania Match of the Year 2019, and this, if anything, was harder to call for me personally. So the cat, the uh, nominees that we had for this category for you was as follows: Will Osprey versus Shingo from the Best of the Super Juniors 26 final. Pete Dunn. ...versus Walter from NXT TakeOver New York. Walter versus Tyler Bate from NXT UK TakeOver Cardiff. Cody versus Dustin Rhodes from Double or Nothing. Lucha Bros versus the old Young Bucks at All Out. Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano from NXT TakeOver New York. Uh, The main event of Wrestle Kingdom 13, Kenny Omega versus Hiroshi Tanahashi. Um, John Moxley versus Tomohiro Ishii, G1 Climax 29. Shingo versus Tomohiro Ishii from the G1 Climax 29. And finally, the Champions Carnival final match between Kento Miyahara and Jake Lee. Um, Garth, I threw to you first last time. So Chris, your top three matches from that list, please.
1: Um, well, Lee and Miyahara because it sort of opened up the wider world of Japanese wrestling to me. whereas like I looked back a lot. This made me like look into like current products, which has caused me to have no social life. But um, <laughs> it sort of made me go, well, okay, if I can get into this, what's going on over here? So it's that basically kickstarted my Stardom fascination. So,
0: oh, we've got yeah. that match to blame, have we? <laughs>
1: Right, fucking watch more than one star than Matt and I'll start taking your criticism seriously. Now, um, Ishii and...
0: Oh, no, I was thinking that, Garth. (laughs) Jesus. Put your dick away, Chris. God.
1: But it's so impressive. Um, (laughs) Ishii and um, Shinga just... I don't know why I was surprised at how good this was, but it was real good. Like gas, kind of match. There's two big men knocking lumps out of each other. <laughs> Great. Um, and lastly, um, I'm sort of torn here, but I'm. I, I, oh, Christ. We've we even New Japan matches again. Oh, no. I know it is. It's Walter and Bate. <laughs> is, that what
0: you got, is that what you're voting for for number one? Yeah. Okay.
1: Because. Holy shit, like, Walter is just on another level and has very much carried the reins of NXT UK since they took Dunaway for no real reason. And has just, especially in, like, progress and also NXT UK, it's had such a good year and, like, this match, like, the ultimate baby face in Tyler Bay, and it went, it was a very King's Road so much. it was sort of a slow burn, and then it still went all out. Um, but at the point where Tyler Bate was just boxing because he couldn't think of anything else to do, and then right as you think Bates going to win, Walter <laughs> just crushes your dreams with the <laughs> fucking stiffest lariat this time of st- this side of Stan Hansen. So yeah, I can't, I can't. This is a match I can't fault. Loved it.
0: Uh, Garth, top three, mate. I, this was pretty hard to pick because.
2: You
1: haven't
0: seen
2: half the matches. Well, obviously the the New Japan stuff I hadn't seen, but the other ones that I had seen, the Lucha versus Young Bucks was excellent. Um, but the three that I've sort of marked down um, all have very similar flow to them. They're all very, very emotion-driven and story-wise, like, excellent. So number three... Omega versus Tanahashi. Yeah, because it was just fucking everything left in the ring. Uh, Obviously, I haven't seen that many Omega matches in New Japan, but of what I have seen, emotion-wise, especially with Tanahashi, that was just—and it wasn't even like necessarily like a stellar wrestling clinic that you would expect, but just the story was amazing. Um number two, same probably the same reason, Cody versus Dustin. Because it's the first time that either of these people have really been let loose. Like pretty much ever. And the fact that they got to do it against each other with the story of them being brothers and the sort of the the sort of birth of this whole AEW thing and what happened at the end of the match and everything that's Everything around it, the emotion around it was just—you couldn't. The build up to it and everything, you couldn't keep your eyes off it. And nobody caught. I think there's no wrestling fan out there that could have ever said that was going to be a five-star match ever. No, if someone,
1: probably- if someone had come to you in the day before all out going, Cody and Justin going to be the best match. You just seem they'd never seen the um, Young Bucks or Lucha Brothers before.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: But um, very quickly, I because um we and I were like texting throughout the first half of um, Double or Nothing, and so he went to bed after um, Bret Hart showed up. And is uh, this because he need, <laughs> is this
0: because he needed to lie down? Yeah, sweet dreams. <laughs> um.
1: Anyway, um. So I, he, after the match, where like I was completely emotionally invested, like. Um, we'll get into this in a second with double, and nothing was in that. Was the show where I properly let myself mark out and like forgetting no all booking logic. And um, I was completely like close to tears watching that promo afterwards. And Garth was just, I just got a text from Garth going, they're going to turn on each other. I'm like, no, Garth, <laughs> Let's have nice things.
2: That's the problem, see? We're being conditioned, and it was nice that they didn't. And that was just another part of that whole story, was so good. Um, so yeah um, that's me second and number one again it could it could have went any one of three matches but I had to go Colin Gargano because the series of matches that they had were just phenomenal and to being under the the NXT umbrella of amazing matches that came before them they still managed to sort of take up that tiny little notch um, like in each time and just enthralling. It was one of those ones where it was what was it? Like, was it forty minutes or something? Forty-five minutes.
0: It was. It was a long, long match. It was the two out of three falls match, wasn't it? Yeah, but it didn't seem to. Feel, it didn't feel like that because it was it so engrossing. To,
1: it had to follow Dunn versus Walter, which I personally think is a be better match, but like that's down to my taste.
2: That was the one, the two that was torn between, but. Uh, just the, the the story in the Cole Gargano thing, the in ring story. Um just brilliant. Just everything about it. And Adam Cole just always seems to be able to pull it out. And same with Gargano as well, but Cole's just such a charismatic bastard and doesn't doesn't really ever do anything to flash. But what he does is sells the story and just I love it. Love it. So yeah, let me top
0: you. Nice. Um for number three, for me, <clears throat> uh, I'm going to go Walter vs Tyler Bate. Uh, sensational match. Um, just the storyline of Bate throwing everything at Walter, Walter taking it all, and Bate literally having no idea what he could do to finish off Walter and just you are so invested in Tyler Bate, despite the fact that you love Walter, that it, this was the power of the story of this match, that you you were desperate for Bate to just pull something else out. And just before he'd been lariated, he kicked out of something at one and the pop from the crowd was amazing. But that final lariat was just, it was it was too much for him. And that story and that culmination of that, absolutely amazing and for me it's one of the best matches of the year in any promotion at all and that's you know that's high praise when you consider this year um number two i'm gonna give it to cody and dustin um this was not a match i was excited about when it was announced at all um i didn't want AEW to be um (sighs) I didn't want it to be the place where all the WWE rejects went. And when Goldust left <laughs> and turned up in AEW, I was like, for fuck's sake. And then he was put into a high profile match at Double or Nothing. I was like, this is a bit of a joke, there, isn't it? Um, but lo and behold. Where the fuck did this match come from? The chemistry in the ring, the old school territory style feel of this match was completely juxtaposed against everything else on the card. There was storyline, that promo at the end, it had everything. And you're right, Chris, there were there were tears. There was goosebumps. It was it was a fantastic match and something far better than I thought I was gonna get out of this match. And just for shock value, I think it's it's there. And then number one for me, um uh, <laughs> is the best of Super Juniors final from uh, from June between Will Ospreay and Shingo mm-hmm. as as pure wrestling matches go you will not see a better match this year um, we
1: were just talking about this and it's like one of those matches even like people who hate the junior division they couldn't anything bad about because um, although people in Cage match did try
0: That opening five minutes of this match, in fact, no, that opening minute where they just went hell for fucking leather at each other.
1: It was like the fluidity of the Osprey-Ricochet match, but like more believable. Like we were actually trying to hit each other instead of trying to outflip each other.
0: And I think as well it helped that you had Osprey who can do the flippy shit and you got Shingo who is a no-nonsense, I'm just going to larry your fucking head off and just... Yeah, this match, it had me invested for the entire 30 minutes plus. And, you know, it takes a lot for a wrestling match to hold your attention for that. But at no point am I reaching for my phone or thinking anything. I am thinking, holy shit, how is this match going to end? Uh, it's it's the best, for me, it is the best pure wrestling match of this year, hands down. Shall we see what the public voted for, though? Ladies and gentlemen. Well, gentlemen. Gentlemen. <laughs> so- you don't Oh, Garth, uh, little tidbit, I am currently wearing a hoodie with my own face on it. Really? I am indeed, yes. He
1: neglected to mention, and then his girlfriend walked in the room and commented
0: on it. Is this official Podmania merchandise? It is not. It's an official Mama Goodwin bought it (laughs) uh, when I graduated as a joke, and I was saying to Chris, it is, in a horrible turn of events, it is the best fitting hoodie I own. (laughs) So I now walk around the house wearing it, and my girlfriend hates me. So, <laughs> what you should do is just put the hood up and pull it closed. <laughs> Rob, where's your face? Like, Check the chest, like, crang, like crang from turtles. <laughs> oh, what a fantastic reference! Um, I know
1: that because I had routine, like beating Hero Turtles on fucking VHS when I was a kid. Can we just appreciate
0: for the fact for the for a moment appreciate the fact that Chris understood a reference? <laughs> Holy shit! I, I-
1: Kids TV TV shows from the like the nineties is stuff actually you know a fair bit about um but well, because we were too poor for a Digibox, so we all we just list some for VHS it's from charity shop.
0: <laughs> anyway, moving on to your top three then. So in third place, we had Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano, NXT takeover New York with twelve point nine zero percent. And again, this category was, for most of it, a two-horse race between the match that finished second and the match that finished first. And again, you listen to the percentages and you will see that it was three or four votes in it. So number two was Cody versus Dustin Rhodes from Double or Nothing with 29.03%. And then the number one match, the Podmania match of the year 2019, according to you, the public, Was Walter versus Tyler Bate from NXT UK TakeOver Cardiff with 30.65% of the votes? Uh, Garth, any complaints? No, 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 them them people's got taste. (laughs) Them people's do have taste, absolutely.
1: no, never spoke like, never speak like that again, but does not see you that does not see your old man this at all. <laughs> like,
0: like,
1: like, speak how you want off a podcast. Stick to your fucking gimmick man.
0: <laughs> um Chris, any complaints? Um, what was number, three uh, number three was Adam Cole versus Johnny all right,
1: um yeah, this is yeah, um it's to be fair, it's been such a crazy year in terms of like pure match quality. That anything, I'm surprised Osprey didn't make it on, but then again, no Japanese matches made it on, so I'm starting to think that's more just target demo than anything else.
0: Well, I will say that in fourth place was Will Osprey versus Shingo.
1: Okay, um, I think that uh, that's also like the furthest away, so that might be another reason. Like a lot of it seems to be like way from the year. Um, yeah, I'm, I, I've got no complaints. Um, it's not my personal top three. Well, actually, my personal favorite got. Yeah, I have no complaints.
0: (laughs) Fair enough. We move on to our third category then, ladies and gentlemen, and this is the Podmania show of the year 2019. As Chris alluded to earlier, with the sheer volume of wrestling that we have had in the last few months, it's difficult to narrow this down because there have been some unbelievable shows this year in every promotion even WWE, the main roster despite the fact that it's not to everyone's taste have pulled out some fantastic shows WrestleMania was a great show even though it didn't make this list, Survivor Series this year was a decent show you know, perhaps not great, it was decent Chris, shut up
1: (laughs) The refund you're going to think is great because you don't watch anything and you shit on AEW because you're scared of fucking competition. You're fucking mad. So watch some actual fucking wrestling and not this bullshit with Baron
0: fucking Corbin. This, man, this is a celebration. How have you made a celebration uh, something against Baron Corbin?
1: You clearly weren't at my 21st.
0: <laughs> oh my god, that's incredible. Anyway, so... I'm Joe. I can't remember my 21st. <laughs> Um, the nominees then for Podmania Show of the Year 2019 are as follows. We said Wrestle Kingdom 13, Best of the Super Juniors 26 Night 7, NXT TakeOver New York, NXT UK TakeOver Cardiff, AEW All Out, Stardom X Stardom 2019, AEW Double or Nothing, Super Strong Style 16 2019, The G1 Climax Night 13, and aew full gear so uh chris let's start with you what was your personal top three out of those
1: okay so um double or nothing It was a show i just allowed myself to mark out that like i because I, we had nothing other than like the YouTube build to go off of and the weekly show wasn't happening yet so we didn't need to worry about like prolonged build with the exception of who was going into style matches um and I thoroughly enjoyed myself and like it gave me hope. AEW since hasn't really filled me with hope, but like that show alone gave me hope. And again, the Cody Dust Dustin match was spectacular. Leeches and the Bucks, everything else. Um anyway, NXT UK take um no, no, not NXT Um NXT Take Over um New York. Just far out of the five matches on that show could be considered match of the year. Um Ended up staying up and watching it with my mum because she decided she wanted to stay up and watch it. She was very impressed with Um And then my number one is Russell Kingdom. Just and like we, we I didn't realize how good it was. To, we like we were looking over it just a minute ago when we were doing a young lion recording, and just everything with the exception of two matches comes high. Well, comes really highly recommended. So, like, and everything's great. You had a match for your contender out of it and probably had Jericho's best match all year, so.
2: Garth? For once, me and Chris are almost in total tandem. Um, but I'm going to go uh, NXT New York uh, then double or nothing for the same reasons. Mark out and it was the start of something new and Hope. It was hopeful that somebody could sort of break the cycle of WWE's reign um, and like you say it was just mark out moments, there were obviously fan service moments but that's what you want and great matches and yeah I'm going to go Wrestle Kingdom because it's the very very sort of small amount of New Japan that I watched but I always tend to enjoy it and Easy and Black, hey, Virginia. Yeah, and obviously the um Jericho match, Tanahashi match, the I even enjoy the like the Daft Rumbles, like the Daft um The Gauntlet at the
1: beginning. Kaiji yeah, the, the, the multi matches,
2: matches and stuff. Them. Um Yeah. Oh, um, but taste
1: of... No, Taichi wasn't even on the card, but the bastards.
2: I mean even like Jay White and Okada Ak- was good. Oh Jay White and Okada was spectacular,
1: they had a low key. Great rivalry this year. So.
2: Yeah, that's what I mean. It like sort of didn't have this massive sort of build, but it was like still a really good match. So it
1: did have a massive. Yeah, gonna... build. I know you don't watch yeah. follow but it did have a massive build. Just
2: so, yeah. But no, it was good. It was really good. So yeah, it's me number one.
0: Um, <laughs> well, there's no point in me <laughs> doing. I, I I completely agree with you. NXT take over New York. Double or nothing. Then Wrestle Kingdom 13. There you go. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> The public have have voted. So in third place for Podmania Show of the Year 2019, we have got NXT UK TakeOver Cardiff with 20% of the vote. So a show that has snuck in, really. And, you know, there was some great matches. There was the Walter Tyler bait, which was phenomenal. Um, There was also the tag team match, which was just absolutely bonkers. Um, But, yeah. A good show, and hopefully they will replicate that in Blackpool in January.
1: When we're there, lads, 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 lads.
0: Lads on tour, again.
1: I was about to say, oh, yeah, I'll be the only one who can be able to drink on show there because you two are driving now. <laughs> uh,
0: number two uh, in second place is AW Double or Nothing with 25% of the vote. And then in first place, just hipping double or nothing to the post is NXT TakeOver New York with 28.33% of the
1: vote. Just, so, the audience just not watch West, um, New Japan?
0: Well, well, I can't answer that. All I can say is that I I agree that NXT TakeOver New York, it's a worthy winner.
1: If you are worthy winners, I'm just curious how the fuck... Um Wrestle Kingdom
0: didn't make it. No, Wrestle yeah. Kingdom didn't make it. G One didn't make it, Best of Super Juniors didn't make it, Super Strong Style didn't uh make it. Nad did Stardom X Stardom Chris. Sorry mate, I know that was your option. Uh
1: I was I, I was gonna put I was gonna go on about that, but like really it doesn't belong. It like it belongs in maybe a top ten, not a top three. It was a really enjoyable show though. Um General Kiona versus um Arissa Hushiki. Seek that out. One of the, well, my favourite women's match would be it, so
0: Yeah. Um, Garth, any complaints?
2: No, I mean, it's hard to discount any of them, really. Um, I haven't seen them all, but I know they're all highly regarded. Shows the Japanese ones, so
0: no complaints. Fair enough. We move on then, fourth category. We move on to the Podmania tag team of the year 2019. And when the two major promotions that I watch... In New Japan and WWE, seem to have completely discounted their tag team divisions. Um, it's it's difficult sometimes to find a top three, but nevertheless, we have got nominees for you. So these are the nominees for tag team of the year. So we had SoCal Uncensored, the Gorillas of Destiny, the Lucha Brothers, Grizzled Young Veterans, LAX, Private Party, Undisputed Era, The New Day. And the Young Bucks. So, Garth, top three. Um,
2: I'm going to say number three. SCU. Because everything I've seen of theirs, I've enjoyed. Everything they've done has been pretty good. It's sort of it's it's the sort of the ever young Chris Daniels doing his thing and them just having fun and Scorpio Sky is starting to be this sort of breakout guy I mean even the little bit of um sort of Ring of Honor we watched at the beginning of the year they were sort of standout people in it um they're arguably I mean it's weird because in AEW at the minute I, I don't think like, I out don't, I not don't class the young books has being the best tag team in aew at the minute technically yeah but i think su have more f- matches that are more coherent and sort of better wrestling matches not just spots mm. um and i just enjoy the, the character work and i've always enjoyed sort of kazarian and daniels and with scopus in there, i just think they've got a really good dynamic